Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, yes, as you can see, today's episode is a little bit longer. Maybe not a little bit. Definitely a lot longer than the average episode, but that's okay. Uh, if you've been following me on social media or anything like that, you know that I mentioned I really wanted to share my experience on the TV show Love is Blind on Netflix. I was able to uh, photograph um, and have my services featured on the show, and the show just got launched not too long ago, and oh my goodness, definitely I don't think anybody would have foreseen how crazy this thing has gone. Uh, just the number one show on Netflix and just has blown up all over and everywhere. It's been really, really awesome. So, um, But there's also been some interesting conversations that have been happening around the couples and, you know, I just wanted to take a moment to share a little bit about my experience, kind of the behind the scenes and just my attitude going into the wedding and just some other things that happened throughout, um, including a, a meme of one of my photos that blew up and has gone viral and is still going viral right now, which is crazy. Um, and then if you're a photographer, I still share some awesome tips for you as a photographer to really take from this. So definitely check this out. But if you are a fan of the show, Love is Blind, or if you're just wanting to check out, man, what is this long episode Miles actually put together? And what is this whole show, Love is Blind, which if you haven't seen it, I don't know, like, I, I mean, there's no way you haven't seen it if you're, like, on a podcast. I mean, that is total, like, worldwide, global news. Love is Blind is insane and awesome. Definitely go check that out if you haven't already. But if you have, you will definitely hopefully be delighted to listen to this podcast episode and just hear a perspective from a photographer who was uh, behind the scenes on the show and just some, some other just ideas and concepts around uh, some of the relationships, particularly Amber and Barnett and, uh, and just any other information. So thank you guys for listening. And of course, here's the intro. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Miles Barrio, and you're listening to the Behind the Lens Podcast, where each week I share for photographers everything that helped me and everything that hurt me while building my photography dream. From working with celebrities to my most expensive failures, I want to help you save time, save money, and live your dream photography career too. So before you listen any further, make sure to subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey everybody, what's going on? Back with another episode on the podcast and man, I'm just, I'm, I'm got my head's got it down. I'm shaking my head. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I know I have not done an episode in like, I don't know, it's been like 90 days maybe. It's it's definitely been a little while and uh, I don't know why I'm saying it's been like three months, but I don't know. Three months sounds so much longer than 90 days, but anyway, it's definitely been a little while since I've done an episode, but that, you know, that's okay guys, honestly, and you know, I would actually love to take a moment to just talk about, we're not even really go too in depth, but just share, you know, a little bit of what I took away from this being like such a sort of gap period from being able to do the last episode to the episode now, and that gap consists of just so many things happening in life, and you know, that's kind of a reflection what happens maybe in your life or what has happened. And I just want you guys to never feel guilty about your life changing. I mean, you have to adapt and you have to be okay with maybe not being able to be consistent with everything in your life. You know, um, I, I love going to the gym. I'm always going to the gym. My wife knows that. And it, man, if I could be consistent every single day for every week of my life, that would be amazing, right? But there are just times, there's, you know, weeks where maybe two weeks, I, I just can't hit the gym. It's just, it's just a crazy, crazy season. And there's just not the time to be able to get there um, the way I would like to. 
But that's okay. That doesn't mean my body is now going to completely deteriorate. And that's the same thing with like this business and podcast and uh, this business of photography and podcasting or anything. So anyway, I don't want to go too in depth with that, but I just definitely want to thank you for your grace. Uh, thank you for your patience. If you're listening to this, you are you are still my number one fan. You're still listening to this. But um, yeah, guys, there's just been a lot of things happening. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a first time dad. I mean, which is crazy. Uh, a daughter on the way in like two months. Um, business, photography, I mean, just so many different things are really happening. And um, as much as technology can make you feel like you can do everything and anything, that's not necessarily the case. Um, we are still human beings, guys. I mean, we are still human beings and we are not designed to turn on like a computer and just run and run and run and run. So with that being said, Many of you guys who are listening to this right now, you actually may not even be photographers because uh, if you follow me, you know that I posted that I wanted to share about my experience on the show, Netflix, the Netflix show, Love is Blind. Um, man, wow. <laughs> uh, if, again, if you're listening to this right now and you are a fan of, uh, of Love is Blind, you well, I don't know if you, but for me, like I am literally mind blown. Um, I'm sure everyone on the cast you know, the, everyone in the cast and everyone on the show is just like had no idea that the show would blow up as big as it did. I mean, I'm sure everyone hopes, but I mean, the number one show on Netflix. I mean, it was just just it's just been such a crazy journey. And uh, if, if you're listening to this and you don't know, uh, the reason I'm sharing this episode is because, yes, I was uh, my photography was featured on the show. It was a, it was an awesome experience to be able to to, to be asked um, to photograph on the show, and I actually, uh, I posted it on my Instagram, but just, you know, I just like to be transparent, you know, I just want to, you know, make sure people kind of get the full scope and the and the whole perspective of what happened, so I'm actually going to pull up really quick um, the email that I received, if I can find it, hopefully I can find that really quick, I don't know why I didn't just uh, favorite it, but anyway, I'm going to pull up the email that I received to be able to do the show and you'll kind of get to see the time and the day um, that I, I, I received this email. It was crazy. So apparently I received this email at 721 in the morning. So seven o'clock in the morning. I remember I got this inquiry. It was so crazy. Um, and it was, oh wait, no, that's actually when I screenshotted this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, guys. I think that's when I screenshotted this, but yeah, it definitely is. So don't worry about the time, but <laughs> I uh, I received this inquiry back in, I believe, October. Yeah, so it was October of last year. Yeah, because the weddings, it says, uh, Hi, Miles, I'm a producer for a wedding TV show that films in Atlanta. We are having five weddings uh, between November 13th and November 17th. I would love to speak to you about featuring your services on our show. Please call me for more details. So, guys, that was such an awesome inquiry because... First of all, that was the first time I was asked to have my photography be featured or for my photography service to be featured on a television show. Uh, I mean, I've done work with Target. I've done work with Uber Eats, with WeWork, with some celebs, some influencers, you know, but never really entertainment and, and really TV. So that was really, really awesome. Come to find out it was this crazy show called Love is Blind. And when I heard about the show, um, man, I was like, what the heck is this? I mean, this is crazy. I mean, people are basically going to have some type of communication through a wall and try and build some type of connection uh, and then get married and not see each other. I, you know, I don't know. The, the whole concept, as you obviously have seen the show, 
was a little weird and kind of foreign. And I'm like, man, people are really doing this. Like, are they really getting married? Or like, you know, it was kind of crazy. So obviously, if you've watched the show, it is definitely 100% real. There are real emotions. People really got married. And uh, it was crazy, man. It was awesome. So I just wanted to take this time to share a little bit, a, a little bit about the uh, experience and, you know, what better way to get an episode out with, you know, talking about this whole Netflix Love is Blind experience. So actually, like, photographing the wedding of the day wasn't really a, like, different experience. I, I pretty much, and that's kind of how I do anything. And maybe, again, there are maybe some people listening to this that aren't photographers. But if you are a photographer, I'm kind of speaking to you right now. It doesn't really matter what kind of gig you get. You always want to show up with the same core values, the same kind of, not necessarily routine, but the same mindset about whatever it is that you do. So even though that this was a TV show and, you know, it was for, you know, Netflix, uh, you know, I didn't want to become starstruck. I didn't want to just sort of get unfocused and maybe, and maybe kind of go too far and do things maybe that I wouldn't normally do and kind of ruin, ruin the experience for myself. Um, you know, I think there's definitely nothing wrong with kind of pushing the bar and trying, you know, putting your, your, your foot in new waters, but when it comes to something like doing an opportunity that's like a once in a lifetime thing, you definitely like want to have the same mindset because you want to be at your best, your optimal performance level. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is when I showed up to shoot this, I just acted like it was like a normal wedding because in actuality, it actually is a normal, well, not normal because it's like a wedding on a TV show, but it's someone's actual wedding. So that's kind of my mindset. And uh, yeah, so I actually showed up, I guess a little disclaimer. So I was there for wedding day. Um, so basically, not to go too in depth with the details of the show. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But if you're listening to this, you more than likely uh, have seen the show. They The couple spend time with each other communicating through what's called the pods. And it's like these two rooms that are connected. There's a wall. They can't see each other, but they communicate through the wall to each other to really build like an emotional connection and just get to know who one another is without actually seeing each other and kind of having, that's the whole idea of the love is blind, being sort of blinded to things that um, just might affect your decision on who you end up loving and who you choose to do life with for the rest of your life. But the reason I'm saying that is because I actually wasn't there to photograph that part. There was like no photography for that part. Obviously, like when the wedding's actually happening, like you have a wedding, you have a photographer, you know, videographer, which is obviously the production people for Netflix. But for the photographer, that's where I come into play. And I'm just letting you know, just so you know, like what day I was there, it was actually for the wedding day. So it was like the day where when you were watching the show, everyone's anxiety was out of the roof because you're like, oh my gosh, is someone going to say yes or someone going to say no? So that's the day that I showed up to shoot the wedding. And I guess also, sorry, there's so much stuff with this whole thing. So I guess another little disclaimer is, so as I read the, oh, actually, I don't know if I did read it. I was going to read it. Let me see if I can pull it up. I'm not sure if I can pull it up, but basically I got the email. Um, let me see if I can pull this up for you guys. I, uh, Got this email to shoot the wedding back in, I believe it was like October. Um, and uh, I'm going to try and see. Let me see. Yeah. So I have it here. So back in October, I got this email and it said, Hi, Miles. I'm a producer for a wedding TV show that films in Atlanta. We are having five weddings between November 13th and November 17th. I would love to speak to you about featuring your services on our show. Please call me for more details. Uh, again, had never been able to shoot a wedding that was 
on a TV show. I mean, just the most amazing experience. So I was obviously totally blown away. Like this is super awesome. Um, but as you as you could you know hear, it was from the, it was like five weddings. I didn't shoot all five weddings. I actually had a WeWork event um, that week as well. And um, what's crazy, a lot of people don't know this. So I actually went to high school with Amber. Um, so everyone knows Amber and Barnett. So people know Lauren and Cameron, Amber and Barnett. For you know, a lot of reasons, they're like really just one of the more popular weddings that people are really talking about for specific reasons, which I might go into a little bit. Maybe not all of Lauren and Cameron's, but definitely I want to you know focus on Amber and Barnett because that's definitely the wedding that I photographed. So it would have been awesome to shoot all the weddings, but I mean either way, I mean just to be able to be a photographer and shoot even one of the weddings was amazing, absolutely amazing. But just so you guys know, because you've seen a lot of photos and a lot of content from me about Amber Barnett, it's because. That was the wedding that I shot was Amber and Barnett's wedding. So going back to just showing up the day of the wedding, it was, like I said, just really kind of like a normal wedding. I, I grabbed some detailed shots. Um, and if you haven't seen the gallery, just go to my website, Uh The link will also be in the show notes. But so milesbarrio.com, you can see the whole gallery and see it's really, I really shot it like I would just any wedding, really creatively, also capturing emotion, really also capturing the authenticity of the couple. So uh, when I showed up, there was like makeup being done with Amber and uh, her bridesmaids. And uh, I just grabbed like the detailed photos or I, I grabbed um, just detailed like rings and things like that and, and started to shoot those dress shot. And then just you really went into doing like getting ready photos with Amber and her girls um, and family. And then also uh, Barnett and his his guys started doing photos with them as well. So I just, again, I really kind of captured this like a wedding. The thing, some of the things that were just different as an experience, just because, again, I just want to share with you guys the experience is like, yeah, I mean, this wedding, there were people walking around everywhere. I mean, there's so many people working on this wedding. I mean, you have, you know, people that are working on the outfits, you know, people that are doing, um, I don't know if you know, like if you noticed when the show, really any show is being shot, there's like these like cut scenes that go into these sort of interview style um interview style segments so there's that going on people who are really in control and doing that you know there's just videographer people all over the place so you you, you you don't really see it in the wedding obviously or on the show but there's this you know huge production cameras that are just kind of going up and down and around the room and then people just everywhere just all over the place so you know that again I think it's important to just show up with the mindset that you know you like the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I just try not to get starstruck and I just focused on really trying to capture the wedding, um, you know, for what it was, the emotions, the connections, the even the drama or just some of the um, um, the issues that might happen, you know, anything that could happen. You know, I wanted to capture that. But all in all, it was actually an amazing wedding. Uh, I know some of the weddings were pretty hard to watch. Uh, but Amber Barnett, I really love their wedding. Um, obviously, we all kind of, if you've watched the show, you know that Barnett was, you know, really struggling with like, man, is this really something that I want to do? And of course, like, you know, everyone's kind of saying the whole cold feet thing, which again, you also, you know, you just have to give the guy grace. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to understand, even if someone is super sure about you, um, let's say if you were on this show, not everyone can process things at the same time and in the same way. Like, I mean, guys, they were, they only got to know each other for like a couple of weeks for my, from my, for my knowledge. I mean, it's, you're literally saying I do and marrying someone, which is like forever. 
And number one, you didn't even see them when you proposed to them. And you like, you know, you've only been getting to know them for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that's a really that's really a lot to take in, especially if, you know, obviously, you know, as you were growing up, you didn't expect your wedding experience to be on a TV show. You probably expected you to marry someone that you, you know, is like your best friend. You've got you've gotten to know them for a while. I mean. So this is just totally different than what anyone might have expected their wedding to look like. So anyway, not to rant about that, but um, I'm bringing that up because that did cause a little like tension during wedding day. I know Amber was really struggling with just whether or not Barnett was really 100% there. And, um, you know, it's funny too, kind of being behind the scenes. It's like you really kind of see how... And it, 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 at the end of the day, it's entertainment and it's TV. But you really kind of see how, like, the way the show is cut and even the way the show is filmed, but definitely the way it's edited, it really, you know, they're really trying to sort of uh, be in control of what you are seeing and how that's shaping your beliefs about what's happening and who these people are. Okay, so, and this is totally not to you know, say anything negative to the producers. Because by the way, I mean, shout out to the people who produce the show. I mean, phenomenal show. Absolutely amazing. It's obviously, you know, was obviously number one for a reason. Um, Netflix is amazing with a lot of what they do as well. So this is more so just giving you a behind the scenes. If you've never really worked on set, you know, in entertainment or, you know, you've watched the show, but you're kind of wondering, you know, like what was happening behind the scenes. You know, there were definitely scenes that were not necessarily staged, but maybe encouraged, you know, whether it's having someone come down and talk to another person where, you know, you, you know, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit of like, you know, back and forth or something, you know, I mean, and, and there were scenes that weren't shown on the show. I mean, there's just, you know, they cut the scenes, they edit it in a certain way to just kind of create a certain emotion out of you. So just keep that in mind. You want to really focus on just understanding as human beings who these people are, but also what they're experiencing. You know, I mean, that's really the idea. So don't fall too much into just what the show is showing you, but more so put yourself in any of these people's shoes and then just say, okay, if I were in their shoes, would I be acting in this way or I'd be acting in another way? Um, and, and and really look at it from that lens. So anyway, the just kind of fast forwarding, my experience on the show was just so much. It was so awesome. It was so much fun. Um, and, uh, Amber and Barnett were at the altar as we obviously watched the show and they both, man, I'm telling you, they absolutely adore each other. They love each other. I felt that even during, uh, the show, even behind the scenes, it was, it's not fake. It's just, I mean, if you guys watch the reunion, I mean, you could still see it. They are just so authentic and real with each other. And that's kind of what I wanted to touch on and why I wanted to do this episode is to really talk a little bit about their relationship, you know, like, I know that, <clears throat> so this is this is a little, I'm going to try and not get political. Let's all try and not be political about this. I'm really trying to be as intellectual, but also as objective as I can, but to really share some true thought um, from my heart about this. And the reason I'm sharing this is because, again, this is my career. I'm a photographer, um, but I also love people. So, you know, I, I just think, you know, it's important for me. I just want to be able to use platforms that I have to really just share some some insight and some light. Now, a number of you guys may have already read where I come, you know, where my mindset is about this on Instagram. But again, I just want to be able to talk to you kind of like one on one friend to friend how I feel about this. You know, it's so interesting because someone, you know, someone said, you know, is Amber really as annoying on the show as she is in person? You know, and, you know, I'm not even going to go through all of the negative like comments about Amber particularly and 
and or their relationship, but I'm just going to kind of do an overall perspective. Like, look, at the end of the day, so Lauren and Cameron are definitely, definitely being um, being praised and supported and promoted like crazy, okay? And, and there is nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is absolutely beautiful, their relationship. And by the way, someone else made a comment about this, but it's not just about their race. And I actually made a comment about that on my Instagram that it's not just racially, but it's a lot of things. And what I mean by this is... Lauren and Cameron, their their relationship really represents a, a lot of where our culture is trying, our society, our generation, our culture uh, uh, is really trying to grow into, and and is and and we're working to um, continue to promote, which is loving each other despite the indifferences or the differences that we have. So we know that most of the wars, most of the conflicts. A lot of the battles and things that we see in our world and our culture from different groups of people, they always come from indifferences, like different views about this or different religious backgrounds or different racial backgrounds. I mean, some of the most horrific experiences, you know, groups of people have experienced in our history has been because of just simply race. Right. So what I think is happening with Lauren and Cameron, why they are such an iconic just example and iconic image is because they really represent what love really looks like and it's it and, and again this is okay because I'm human they're human so it's not bad that I'm saying this their love wasn't perfect and isn't perfect now either you know that I mean we forget too that you know as much as Cameron seemed like this perfect gentleman and this amazing guy for Lauren Lauren still really struggled to see what seemed so perfect for her, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. It's not about perfection. And Lauren was struggling herself with all types of things, like just her transition from being single and kind of doing her own thing and, you know, what that's going to look like now that I always have this man beside me all the time. But then on top of that, now, of course, again, someone could see that as like, oh, you're just so selfish. You just want to be about you, you, you. But again, you have to see from an objective perspective that it's hard to change your perspective overnight. So for Lauren, that's what she's been doing over and over and over and over is just doing her thing. It's all about her to have this, just to have a man beside her all the time is totally like a, a huge transition. And then on top of that, I mean, let's not even get into, you know, any other thing that's going to transition, transition, but even just simply race alone. Not everyone understands how, how how challenging that can be, especially romantically, but it really is a big issue um, for those of us that are into in that are in interracial relationships. Now, if anyone knows me, if you're listening to me right now, my my wife is German, and we're in an interracial relationship, and you know, we totally understand this concept where there are couples that are in interracial relationships and they don't always feel safe. And it doesn't always happen from, like, society. It doesn't always come from just outside voices. You can actually have some challenges within your own family. And that's what Lauren was experiencing. I mean, her dad, you know, yes, she kept talking about how she had never even brought home a boyfriend. She had never even brought home brought home a boyfriend to her dad. That totally makes sense, right? I mean, just imagine you're, the, like, this daughter of, your you, like, your dad loves you. You're, like, a daddy's girl. You've never even brought home a boyfriend. And then all of a sudden you know, a little bit later in life, you bring home this guy that you're like, hey, this guy's my fiance. I'm marrying him, by the way, in like a week. You know what I mean? I mean, that obviously is just definitely a lot to take in. <clears throat> but I honestly think 
a bigger part of that as well was the fact that um, there was just kind of a racial indifference. I mean, we know that Cameron was white and her dad very publicly and, you know, unashamedly, if that's a word, really spoke about that issue and uh, and really said that on the show. Um, and, you know, Cameron felt the need to even have to explain himself. You know, remember he explained how he had dated an African-American woman for like five, a black girl for like five years. You know, that was in a really serious relationship. And uh, and yeah, Lauren's, Lauren's dad, you know, said the only thing I'm going to judge you is by how, you know, you treat my daughter. But it definitely was a challenge for him, <clears throat> you know. So, <clears throat> sorry guys. But so anyway, I don't want to rant too, too long about this, but I definitely want to just talk about how Lauren and Cameron's relationship to me, I'm going to just end that with to me, it's really empowering because it really shows where we need to be as a society and not just racially. We should be loving one another just as just as Christ has called us to love our neighbor, not just love our friend that looks like us, not just love our neighbor that, you know, lives in the same neighborhood, you know, not just love the person that, you know, loves me, but to love our neighbor, period, right? And if you're a believer, you know exactly some of the verses that, you know, you can struggle with, you know, uh, uh, when someone isn't really loving you that well, and maybe isn't even being that nice, but we're still called to serve and we're still called to love because love is the most powerful thing. It is the most purifying thing. It breaks all barriers. I mean, it it's the reason why Lauren and Cameron can be together in a, in, in, a, in a world that we live in today where, you know, being of different races actually wasn't something you could even legally do. It's because of love. There was someone who had strong enough love to say that is not right. We are all human beings and we should love one another. It doesn't matter what the skin color is. It doesn't matter what the hair color is, the eye color is, the body shape, the height. You know, the, it doesn't matter any of these things. Like love is so much deeper than the physical and what you see visually. And that is another part of why love is blind is called love is blind. And there's such a beautiful example about just doing that again, not just racially, but in all areas of our lives. So I think people are really vibing with that. They're really seeing like, man, how beautiful is this? You know, we, we've we come so far as a society to see two people fall in love with each other that wouldn't probably fall in love with each other outside that show. I'm pretty sure Lauren would definitely not have met Cameron and then, you know, pursued him, vice versa. Well, maybe maybe Cameron because he's been with a black girl before. But, you know, you, you just can definitely tell they probably wouldn't have been who they are today without the show. And the show really removed a lot of the things that we tend to um, what we tend to allow to create barriers. So I would learn from that experience and really apply that to your own life, either with your friends, with your romantic life. It doesn't matter um, if you're single, obviously, <laughs> um, you know, but th that's just the way we should love. Now, going into Amber and Barnett again, like I said, you know, someone made that comment is Amber really as annoying as she is on the show <clears throat> as she is in real life. And I think, you know, again, I don't even think I really need to defend Lauren or defend uh, Amber with that comment because, you know, we, I, th I think we can all just agree that comments like that are really just ignorant comments, but it does speak to like how we tend to see people. And we tend to see a lot of people in our generation today in snippets of time. Like we tend to see people just through Instagram, these little photos or through maybe media and these like, I mean, you think about watching and I mean, people who are talking about Amber. They literally have only known Amber through the Netflix show. I mean, you have to think 
I mean, this girl's how old? I mean, let's just say she's 28 years old, 29 years old. So 29 years of her life, and we're creating a judgment based off of, what, a couple of weeks of something filmed, but also edited as well. And then also the craziest experience of, like, building a connection with someone you've never seen and then having to marry them. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just kind of ludicrous, you know, when you think about it. So, again, I don't think I really need to defend Amber with that comment because that comment's ignorant, but it does speak to how we should really see this relationship. I really, really think there's so much beauty about Amber and Barnett's, I don't think, I believe, wholeheartedly, that their relationship is so beautiful and it's working despite even some of the other relationships we thought would work, right, that are very... Like, oh, yeah, they definitely would be be together because it looks so much like what we think, you know, the world is, right? But you take someone like Amber Barnett, and that's the thing. I mean, they are just so humble, and they're so transparent about who they are. And I'm going to dive in a little bit to why I think that really worked out for them. So, again, you can't say Amber is this annoying person because even if Amber was annoying and had an annoying moment on the show— I mean, ask yourself this question. Have you ever been annoying to your spouse? Have you ever been annoying to your boyfriend or girlfriend? Have you ever been annoying to your family member, right? Now, does that make you an annoying person? No. But let's just put that experience and really broadcast that on TV. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, someone could just take that and be like, oh, wow, you're a really annoying person. Again, because we're seeing people through a snippet of time, through a snapshot of time. So, Again, I don't think there was anything annoying to me at all from Amber, but if you do feel some type of way because of something she said, again, you need to learn to give grace and you need to learn to have an objective perspective of who these people are because let's just go into the nitty-gritty about some of the things that were happening on the show. Like, And if you watch the reunion, I even, I even kind of agree with Amber of how she really, like, you know, felt with Jessica and kind of, you know, how she confronted Jessica about, hey, like you were coming to me and acting like a friend and all these things. And you were like behind my back, like actually interested into my husband and still kind of really trying to pursue him. And that's like a whole nother thing. Right. I mean, you know, and of course they're getting their whole thing, Mark and, you know, Jessica. And I'm not going into that because I didn't shoot their wedding. And again, I could be here for hours and hours and hours. Um, But for sure, you know, Amber had to deal with some things that were pretty tough, which is a man who chose to be with her, but then another woman even pursuing that man, even after they're engaged and about to get married, and that woman, that same woman, also being friendly and 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 really like hiding that behind her back. You know, that's pretty tough too that she had to deal with that, right? But then again, let's just kind of talk about Amber and Marnette specifically. So, <clears throat> you know, we have to understand, guys, that Amber is on a journey of growth just like we all are. So any of these comments about, wow, you know, she racked up a ton of student debt and she's like with this guy and she doesn't have a job and she like expects him to pay everything and like, you know, she's spending all this money on makeup. I mean, I don't think I need to go through every single aspect of this, but I mean, let's just break down some of this. I mean, you could probably look at your own life. Someone else actually could look at your own life and maybe see where you're spending money, way too much money in an area that someone else would think is just as frivolous as you might think makeup is, right, if you have that issue, right? So let's just say you spend a lot of money on buying shoes or maybe you spend a lot of money on eating out and someone else goes, that's just ridiculous. Why would you give money to a restaurant and spend all your money, you know, outside of a budget, you you know, money you don't have eating out when you could, you know, be smart and go to the grocery store and buy food, you know, in, in a budget way that actually allows you to, 
not you go in the negative in your bank account or struggle financially and actually cook from home and it's healthier and whatever, you know, I mean, it could be anything, your car, you know, uh, music, uh, trips, vacations, traveling, uh, video game. It, it doesn't matter. You know, there could be something you're overspending in. So for her, her evil quote unquote could be her makeup. She really like spends a lot of money on makeup. That's her thing, right? And she's going to have to journey and is journeying through how to actually grow financially when it comes to how she thinks about where her money goes and what she's earning, okay? But that doesn't really give us an excuse to point her out because she's she's in that season. Just because you're on chapter 22 doesn't, doesn't make you any better than someone else who might be in chapter 3 in that area because then maybe they're on chapter 50 in another area that you're only on chapter 1 at, right? Again, we're, none of us are perfect. You know, we all have these things that we're working on. So, you know, another thing about the student loan debt, I mean, it's just crazy to even bring that up. I mean, there's so many of us that have student debt. I have student loan debt, you know, and I mean, there's so many people that have student loan debt. That's just not even like that literally makes no no sense. And then to say that she has student loan debt and is not getting it and she has no job. Again, there are a number of people who have student loan debt, not only have student loan debt, have a degree, they finished college. And they're not even working anywhere that has anything to do with that degree. Or they have a degree, they have student loan debt, and they don't have a job either. You know, and it's just like, who am I to be like, well, they're an idiot and they're a loser and they're whatever. I mean, guys, I mean, there are people who literally turn their life around at the age of 40 and at the age of 50. And I'm not I'm not suggesting that, encouraging that. But the point being is, Eric Thomas says this all the time because he didn't finish college. He finished college. I can't remember the exact year, but let's just say like it took him like seven years, I think, or six or like maybe six years, seven years to finish college or something like that. I mean, let's say it took you the normal route four years. Okay. Well, you 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 finished college four years. You got a degree. Someone else finished and it took them eight years. It does it really? I mean, does it really matter? Will it say on the degree how long it took you? The point is, is you got the degree, right? So again, it goes back to we're all journeying in this life. And I think what what we should take is that is the fact that Amber brought everything with her and put it out in the open and gave it gave it on a platter to this man to make a decision to deal with. Now, someone made a comment like, oh, well, she waited till the very last day again. It doesn't matter if she waited till the very last day or if she waited until, you know, or if she did it on day one. The point is, she did it before he said, I do. He had the opportunity to walk away if he wanted to if he wanted to do that but even past that the fact that she put it all in a platter guys there's so many of us that will enter into a relationship and we will hide the 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 darkest or even the most shameful that we feel or you know things that we're not so proud about we'll hide all of these different aspects about us get into the relationship we'll we'll actually allow people to commit to us based off of a a person that we actually aren't because we've omitted other information so it's not the real you, right? Whatever it is, maybe an addiction to anything. I'm not even going to go down the type of addictions we can have. You know, uh, I mean, just any type of bad behavior, any type of, you know, like I said, addiction, any type of struggle, any type of just anything that's maybe not something you're the most proud about. We tend to like hide that and we enter into relationships. Yet Amber shared all she shared all of these things that could that could seem so bad not only with him on national television i mean on public t- on netflix i mean millions of people watching this you know i mean that's not the easiest thing that should give her even more of uh, of a reason to hide that 
and not be and not have backlash or not have not only him judge her, but everyone and their freaking mama judge her. But yet she did it anyway. So that's something that's huge for a woman. You have to be proud of her as a human being and as a woman for doing that because a lot of times people struggle with that. And then flip that on Barnett's side, he took all of what he heard and he committed and said, we are going to get through this because I know how I feel about you and I love you. And it goes back to the idea of love. He fell in love with her through the pod. It doesn't matter whether we understand how or why. The point is, is that that's how he felt towards her. And because of that love, he decided and chose to see past this, these these issues that you can quote unquote call issues. I like to just call them challenges because you can always you can always win a challenge, right? They're not really problems. They're challenges. And that's how you have to see it. And again, we all have these things that we're growing in our relationships with and even as individuals. So he chose to be to be grace, to give her grace and to and to give her patience on who she could be, not who she was or where she is right now. So imagine you having someone in your life like that. I mean, if you're in a relationship, imagine your partner being like that. And they are. Kudos to them, obviously. Right. But if you're single, I mean, wouldn't you want someone to be that for you? I mean, absolutely. You would want someone to see you through all of the all of the yuck and all of the, the challenges and all the issues that you might bring to the table that someone could just toss away and just be like, nah, I don't really want to deal with that. Right. But that's not how they that's not how he decided to go about that experience, which is so amazing, man. I mean, just such an amazing I mean, Amber, super transparent, super authentic with who she is, you know, and super honest about everything. And then this guy who can take that honesty and then be totally grace giving and totally patient. That is why this all works. That is all work. That's why this all works. Love does not judge. Love is patient. Love is kind. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, just everything you can think about about love, I mean, that was what was expressed in that experience with Amber and Barnett. So anyway, I don't want to go too crazy in this. I just want to talk about, again, I really think that Lauren and Cameron's relationship really represents what we should all be doing in your in our businesses with people that are of that that are different than us in whatever kind of way in our romantic life and our friendship life and our in our, you know, work. It doesn't matter anywhere in any part of your life. Lauren and Cameron, that that's just a beautiful example of loving past indifferences. Okay. Now, Amber and Barnett, they're both kind of crazy. They're both kind of stubborn and bullheaded, as they said themselves. Um, but, you know, Barnett really, really, really embodies this idea of having true grace and true patience towards the growth and the journey people can be on and that makes him so much more human and the same thing for amber it makes her so much more human because she showed up as a human not as this perfect person who needs to hide this or hide that you know she showed up with everything that she was going to bring to the table and she said here i am and yeah i'm not perfect and he isn't either and i'm not either and you if you're listening are not either no one's perfect so how human of her to be able to do that and how powerful that is. And that's why they're still together today. And that's why the relationship is so beautiful. And 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 we saw that, you know, obviously through the reunion. I mean, just a great connection, even the way they still talk about each other. Um, and they're still fighting for it and still getting through it because marriage is totally a different animal <laughs> than just dating someone um, and being in a relationship. And that's for a whole nother podcast, not even this podcast, another conversation. You got to call me for that. 
Um, because I, I love my marriage. I am happily married, um, but it is definitely a journey and it is, I mean, it's nothing you can ever imagine. You have to just be in it to understand it. And, um, anyway, guys, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, um, about the relationship. And I know that meme that really took off, I guess I'll take a few seconds to talk about that. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. So I, I pretty much like woke up and just my, my phone, um, was just like buzzing with people like, yo, your photo is just blowing up everywhere. Like I remember some, I can't remember who said this, but they were like, I don't know if you're really a Twitter man, but your thing is all over Twitter. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? So I signed into Facebook first and yeah, like someone basically took one of the photos that I captured that resembled Amber and Barnett's relationship. And I really love how someone just commented that. Actually, I think it was I think, oh, it was the makeup artist, actually, Nat Brown. By the way, if you're listening to this, Nat Brown Beauty, uh, I think that's his Instagram. Anyway, he was the he was the makeup artist for Amber. He's an amazing makeup artist. I've actually worked with him on other gigs um, when I had to do, when we, we did some stuff for um, a product and a company that was launched all over Target's when I was doing stuff with Target. Um, he also did makeup for uh, um, Jamie Chung when she was in town, and we were doing the shoot together with Jamie Chung. Um, but anyway, he's an amazing makeup artist. So definitely hit him up if you're in Atlanta or if you're anywhere and you have funds to fly him out, definitely do that. He's definitely worth it. But he really commented and said, you know, he loved my photography because he loves how I capture the essence and the authenticity of couples, like who they are. So there's this photo that I captured and it's just totally Amber and Barnett, right? And it's so totally Amber and Barnett. Someone was able to make a meme that actually even connected to like, connected to what Amber was talking about and kind of maybe, you know, in a funny way, what they thought, you know, Barnett was maybe thinking. But anyway, that photo really, really blew up. And I think at this point, I think on Facebook, if you go on my Facebook profile, you'll be able to see, I think it has over 20,000 shares on Facebook, uh, close to 5,000 likes um, on Instagram. Like most of my photos on Instagram have anywhere between like, 400 and like 800 900 likes you know a couple of them have about a thousand a few have 2000 um but this particular photo has over 11,000 likes and it has been shared over like 2500 times um I don't know if you have like a business profile on Instagram you can email me um reach out to me and I can talk to you about how to do actually I can just tell you right now quick tip of the day I guess so if you're trying to if you're trying to see the analytics of your social media especially if you're a photographer and you want to kind of check things out so all you have to do is create a Facebook uh page on Facebook a Facebook page on Facebook (laughs) so all you have to do is create like a uh yeah a Facebook page on Facebook and then you can go to you can go to Instagram and you connect that Facebook page so it's not like your it's not like your main Facebook it's like you, you know you create pages for different businesses or different like organizations or anything like that you just connect that facebook page to your instagram and then you uh they'll walk you through the steps but you're now able to access all of these analytics so you can access like when you post a photo how many people are like like saving the photo you can also see how many people are sharing they like send that photo off to someone so anyway uh for this photo with amber barnett it has been shared like over 2500 times and it's been saved hundreds of times. I can't even, I don't even remember where it is Where it is right now. I guess I could probably totally pull it up right now. I mean, I don't really think it matters to you guys. But I think it is pretty cool because it's pretty insane to me. I mean, it's the first time I've ever had, I mean, any of my, any of my work go quote unquote like viral, I guess <laughs> is what you can call it. But anyway, so I'm looking at the analytics right now. It has almost, uh, it's about 200 likes shy of 12,000 uh, likes. I mean, so it's so insane. Almost 12,000 likes. And it has been saved, meaning 
when someone saw the photo, they clicked that little ribbon button to save it, like, for them to go back to. Like, for whatever reason, actually. I don't know. They just saved it. It has been saved over 1,100 times, and it has been shared. So this is, like, someone saw the photo on their Instagram, and they pressed share to send it to another person and send it to this person. Um, that's happened uh, 2,383 times. So, and then uh, 11,843 likes, which is, I mean, I mean, super, super awesome. So anyway, that's, I'm not sharing that to be all boastful, but if you are listening to this and you don't follow me on Instagram, which is crazy, but if you are follow, if you are listening to this and you're not following me on social media, I would just encourage you to go check out my Instagram. Um, the links can be in the show note, uh, will be in the show note. Um, and, and just check out what I've kind of posted about this experience of the couple and everything like that as well. Um, but yeah, guys. That has been an amazing experience. Uh, I guess actually, sorry, I was going to say that um, what ended up happening is that photo went viral on Facebook first, to my knowledge, and had thousands and thousands and thousands of shares. And I was kind of just like, man, you know, I wasn't tagged in this. Someone just took my work, um, even though when I put this out publicly, I had my logo on it because on my gallery, I mean, I guess they maybe took it from Instagram. I don't know. But anyway... I um um I, I reached out to that person and uh, I or actually no I didn't reach out to the person I actually reshared that and I said man so crazy something like you know my photo went viral but then I said something like I wish I was you know credited for my work or something like that though but not like a big deal I put like lol or like a laughing face and then oh my gosh it was so crazy the person ended up tagging me in that photo so I'm still tagged in that now and it's super crazy uh, like I said it has over twenty thousand shares I believe. Um, and still going, still people are still commenting on that and I'm like tagged in it, which is really amazing. Um, and I'll talk a little bit why that's important. And then, um, what happened is I ended up getting this like text message, uh, that uh, I guess uh, this girl in California found me through my website, my phone number through my website. She not only emailed me, she like Facebook messaged me, she emailed me, she texted me and she also called and left a voicemail just apologizing for her creating this meme. I guess she was like the creator of this meme and really started this thing and not like crediting me. And um, I, I think she posted on Twitter first and it like kind of took off on Twitter. So I ended up calling her. My wife and I were in the car and I ended up calling her. We had this great conversation about the show and then just about the, the meme that kind of took off and all this other stuff. But anyway, where I kind of want to, you know, land with that, guys, is, you know, I had someone make a comment that said, you know, Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's enough to just know that your work was shared. Um, but, you know, but not in a necessarily negative way. They were just saying like, oh, that's awesome, you know, but also, you know, sometimes just, you know, it's enough to know that your work is shared. And look, of course, I didn't have to go back and forth with this person, but I thought it was important to really actually, you know, comment this, and I'm actually going to talk about it right now as well, that you would think so, but actually really not. It's really not just enough to know that your work is shared. Guys, this and I'm specifically talking to photographers right now is you need to stand up for what happens to a lot of artists out there. People don't really understand the life of an artist. Like our work is built around like our income, our income, our livelihood is built around the the art we create with the gear, with the time that we the money that we spend on gear, the time that we spend to do these shoots, everything that goes around this, like our our livelihood is built around that. And then, like, referrals, people who 
who experience our services and then they tell other people about it and then you know even online once things are shared or posted and because you're accredited people find you like that's how we make money we don't make money by just going into a, a shop or going into a job or an office and then just you know swiping our card or punching in and then we just make money as the time goes like you know that's not how we earn our living so anyway I'm, I'm not like wanting to be hard on this girl but I'm just I just really want to stress that guys don't ever feel guilty or feel bad for asking to be credited for things that were shared from you from the work that you created like I put time and effort into creating this photo and, and, and doing this entire shoot. I mean, first of all, getting booked for this thing. I mean, that was from hard work. I wasn't just some anybody photographer, you know. I mean, they obviously reached out to me for a reason, and they loved their photos and, um, you know, the producers in the show and obviously Amber and Barnett. And then, obviously, the world, apparently. I mean, they took this photo and went viral and did this crazy meme. Like, I mean, there, there's a reason for that. You know, it was it was unique enough for that to happen so it's not enough to just know that it was shared. It's important for you to be credited. Um, and it's important for us to stand up for that and other photographers to be credited for the work. Not only photographers, but videographers, you know, artists, you know, anybody, you know, musicians. We, It's just important. You know, I pay for music that I download for my wedding videos. I do a little bit of wedding video on the side. So, yeah, I pay for music bed. You know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't try to spend time to try and, you know, uh, pirate music to add and get around, you know, whatever the, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I know that it's important for artists to get paid for the work that they do. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Never feel guilty. Um, never feel bad or ashamed to ask for um, yourself to be credited on your work. And now it's crazy because that share, that, that viral post has gone viral multiple times and I've continued to be credited. There was one army person who kind of did a spin on it and I even reached out to him and I was like, hey, can I be credited for this? You know, I'm not really trying to pursue any type of copyright, you know, um, um, infringements or issues and I'm just asking people to credit me, yada, yada. And the guy was like, oh, absolutely. You know, if you, if you never ask, the answer is always no. Remember, I actually talked about that on another episode, but yeah, if you never ask, the answer is always no. Right. Because if they say no, then you're not credited. And if you don't ask, you're not credited. Right. So that's kind of how that works. So you want to just ask. Um, and if they do say no, you want to fight for that, <laughs> because, again, it is important for you to be credited and for you to be tied to your work, because that is your livelihood. OK. So anyway, guys, I don't want to spend too, too long on this, but I definitely wanted to share, like I said, a little bit of my experience, you know, um, getting that email from uh, the producers to go shoot on the show, my sort of mindset going into the show. I wanted to shoot this like any other wedding um, because I wanted to really work at my most prime, optimal self. Um, and then uh, just really being behind the scenes and getting to experience some stuff that maybe wasn't even shown on the show. You like, you know, being able to meet uh, Nick Lachey as he went downstairs and kind of um, chatted with the guys. And um, there was this whole thing that was set up. Like, so you actually can see that when you go through the photo galleries on my website. Um, and there was another experience where Amber's mom came downstairs and talked to um, um, Barnett because he was kind of having cold feet and there was some like stuff going on with that and then like you know it was just stuff behind the scenes that was super cool to experience um, you know that wasn't even on the show but just to be on the show in general um, people saw me like on the show so if you watch the show I'm the guy yes with the cap hat the, the, the back um, the back I can't even talk with my black hat backwards um, and I believe yeah I had like a black polo and uh, I can't remember the color pants but anyway I'm like the guy running around taking photos um, which is super cool because they try to put me in areas where I guess I was supposed to be in areas where they couldn't really view me, but I ended up kind of being on the show anyway. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then just talking about Amber Barnett's relationship and a little bit of Lauren's and just how, again, how we should really view 
these things. You know, I think this is a beautiful show. I do believe love is blind, and I also believe love is not blind. I believe it's based off of your perspective. Love is blind if you're kind of like Lauren and Cameron and you see one another and you see these indifferences, but you, you choose to look past that. You choose to blind yourself from things that will create barriers, from things that will stop you from loving someone the way we're called, all of us are called to love, and the way we all want to be loved, right? We want to be loved in a very pure way, right? So I do believe love is blind in that way. And I also believe love is not blind because um, I, I believe it's not bl blind in the way of like my wife and I. I absolutely see that she's so different than me and I and I choose to love that and I choose to embrace that which is not me being blind to it, but me actually acknowledging it. Like, I love that the fact, you know, that, you know, just all these different things about my wife and I, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but there are many ways that we're not similar. And I, and I love to acknowledge those things and learn how to, to empower those things and to, and to appreciate those things. And that's where love um, is not blind. It's actually like acknowledging um, these, these things that are different. So either way, you want to have a beautiful, positive mindset and attitude about it. But, for the sake of the show, I do believe love is blind, and uh, I really, really appreciate you guys listening to this. Uh, man, this is totally different than any of my other um, episodes. I know they're usually between like five to 20 minutes or so. This is almost close to an hour. So I, I don't know. Hopefully this was helpful, you know, just to even hear from me, just to vibe with this. And if you want to just, you know, respond and, and send me a message and just say, hey, man, that was awesome. Love what you said about them. Love what you've written about them, yada, yada. Or maybe, you know, you have... Uh, you know, something that you're like, hey, I don't like this. I don't believe this. I would love to chat with you either way. I think it's cool to have conversations about this um, and expand each other's minds and things like that. So um, thank you guys again for listening to this. And yes, that definitely means that I am going to do my very, very best to get back on um, really like just creating more episodes. I definitely have a lot of stuff in my mind that I would love to share with you guys uh, about how to grow your business, especially as a photographer, how to earn more money, how to save more time. Um, I think the next episode I'm going to be sharing is actually going to be talking about if you are working with couples, if you are working, um, yeah, really with couples in general, how to really create a lot of the emotion that you might see in my photos that's not staged. So I don't really like to get couples together and go, all right, get together and just kind of laugh. Ha 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 ha. You know, like there's really like um, th there's there's a unique way to allow couples to laugh with one another be silly with one another, but also be intimate with one another, have fun with one another. And, you know, you don't get this sort of boring, like, you know, what do I do now? Let's just run, get on the back, you know, walk them here and then laugh, fake laugh. Come on. Ha ha. You know, it, you know, it can be definitely more, um, more authentic. And, um, I'll save that for the next episode. So as you guys know, at the end of every episode, I always love to share a verse or at least most of my episodes, I try to share a verse from scripture because that is what leads my life especially my mindset and everything I just talked about with this whole thing about loving one another and my ideas about this a lot of it's shaped by my belief and my values from reading scripture um, and my faith in the Lord and I just wanted to read this uh, verse from James 1 12 so James 1 12 it says uh, blessed is the one who per perseveres under trial because having stood the test that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Okay, so that right there, I love that because it's really just, it, it, it's really just pointing to the fact that whatever you're going through right now, it's important for you to know that what you are going through is not where you are going to stay. 
Okay, what you are going through is not where you're going to stay. What you are going through right now is helping you for where you're going. And that's kind of what this scripture is really talking about when it says, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So that's the idea. When you give your life to the Lord, you will start to see that the things you are going through help you for the for the places and where you're going, where the Lord's taking you. Um, if it's a challenging, even if it's a beautiful experience, but a lot of times if it's a challenging experience, that's what this is talking about. You got to persevere under those trials because that's not the end of your story. The Lord wants to take you somewhere and where you are right now, whatever you're going through, instead of trying to get out of it, you want to learn what you can from this. So wherever you're going, you'll be that much wise, wiser. You'll be that much stronger. Um, and you'll, and you'll understand how to get through the next phase, the next level and wherever it is that the Lord is taking you. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast and I love you guys. I can't wait to chat with you on the next one and go out there and make something happen. Be awesome. Love others and love God, love yourself and do something to celebrate yourself because you are where you are today and it doesn't matter what you've been through in the past. You've gotten through it. So that's something to celebrate. Love yourself and give yourself some grace. Peace out.